Praise the Lord. Just so thankful to be here this morning. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Uh, yesterday, Brother Wayne, you took off too soon. We was about ready to see how many hot dogs you could eat. <laughs> the other, you know how they have, um, you only ate 12? But you guys are making up to do, you know, they, every year they have that hot dog eating contest, and I heard the guy had eaten 71 hot dogs. The I don't remember his name, but you know they have that hot dog eating contest, and they dip them. They dip that bun in water first, I guess, so it slides down easier. But <laughs> but uh, he got to seventy one, and we was about to get, we was about to see how many you could get down. But he left on us. But we can do that after church, while we're all enjoying the snow cone. We'll watch you eat hot dogs. Uh, but this morning, uh, I, uh, I do want to give you what the uh, the word that I feel like the Lord gave me today, and it kind of goes along with the bulletin that you that you have and uh, pastor's devotional this morning. Uh, that's the same direction I was kind of feeling myself, uh, you know, with the fourth being just uh, a couple of days ago. Uh, so uh, with that in mind, I'm going to give you the word this morning. Uh, we're going to begin in John chapter 8 and verse 31. John 8 and 31 for the opening text this morning. And everyone uh, probably uh, recognizes it right off the bat. Then Jesus said to those Jews who believed him, If you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Then Jesus said to those Jews who believed him, If you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Let's pray this morning. Lord, we thank you for your word that you give us a few moments ago. And as I now tried to give the word I feel like you have given me to give to your people, I just ask for your blessing upon it. Let it go forth, Lord, as you see fit. In Jesus' name we pray. Let the church say, Amen, Amen. This morning, with those scripture texts in mind, and with uh, what I feel like the Lord has given me, I want to uh, talk to you a little bit on freedom. So look at your neighbor and tell them freedom. I don't. I don't believe that that uh, justifies it too much. I want to. I want to uh, shout it out a little bit more myself. What I feel in my spirit. Freedom. <laughs> Freedom. Woo! Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Freedom. Does that ring a bell to anybody? And you when you when you belt it out that loud. Uh, one thing, one thing that come to mind was a, a movie that come out some time back. I believe it was in the mid '90s. Braveheart. Now, does that ring a bell? If I if I mention Braveheart, uh, where it was Mel Gibson that uh, uh, played a character that uh, he, I believe he was Scottish, and he was uh, wanting his freedom against the uh, the British, and he they fought battles and fought battles, and then. Uh, it's the movie is so old, y'all have to know it by now. So the the, the end of the story and killer is he finally get he's finally is captured and they torture him and he's lying there before they chop his head off and he yells out his last word freedom 
And that's what he was going for. And that is what the children of God should be going for today is freedom. And there ought to be something inside of us that stirs us and gets us yearning that much that we feel it that, that passionate and that powerful in our spirit today. And I also think, uh, thought about sometimes, you know, at work, I, uh, when I come up on a vacation, uh, I'll, walk, I'll walk out to the, the, the parking lot as I'm leaving, and I know that that full, next full week is coming due to me. I'm going to be off. I'm free from having to get up and go in. I'm free from having to drive a truck for 500 miles. I'm free for that whole week to do whatever it is that we've planned. And I'll walk, I'll hit that gate, and that, I'll yell out, Freedom! I'll do it. I'm not lying to you. Sure as the Lord's looking down, I do that. And then there'll be one. There'll be drivers going in and out. There, what in the world was he happy for? And then somebody, if somebody's close by, so I'm on vacation this coming week. I'm happy. I'm glad. I'm free for a week. I don't have to be here. And I know you are that same way. When y'all have that feeling that you got a week off. And, and some may feel even better. Like Brother Bobby, it's retired. He feels that each and every day. He can wake up and every day. Yeah. Shoot, yeah, that, that's wonderful, and we, we, uh, we're happy for those times. And uh, also something else come to mind in thinking of freedom is uh, uh, Dave Ramsey had, had uh, I guess he's still on. I haven't heard him uh, lately, but I, I have heard a couple of times on, on his show, people will call into the show, and as they become debt-free, uh, they'll explain how they paid off all their debt, how much they were in debt, uh, how much they were uh, tied up and tangled up and in the bondage of debt, and they're so happy and thankful uh, that he, his uh, response to them is they'll let them scream freedom like that, just like that, and he actually plays that clip of, of Mel Gibson on there. That's what you're hearing when they say that. They scream freedom to the top of their lungs, so happy they're debt-free, so happy they've got that, all of that debt paid off, and I thought about that as well when I'm thinking of freedom. And so in Proverbs 22 and 7, when we're thinking about debt, the rich rules over the poor and the borrower is servant to the lender. And all that, all that simply means is saying is when we're in head over heels the debt of ourselves or we owe debt to uh, any, anyone, we're basically a slave to the lender. We have, we have to work harder. We might have to work two, three jobs. We will do what it takes because we've got ourselves into debt. We've got minimum payments we've got to pay, credit cards, car notes, house notes, mortgage. I don't care what it is. We've got to work those jobs because we're now slave to the lender who's lent us the money. And they don't care about your excuses. They don't care if it's a late... They really don't care if it's late. They're probably actually more happy if you're late on something because they get another $35, $40 out of you for one day past, you know. And it, in some cases, it better be paid by a certain time frame on the day or even after a certain time you get hit. So these things come into play, and we focus on these things in the natural when we are in debt. And so many people get so overwhelmed in debt that they don't even realize they have now become enslaved to the debt. And it is ba- it's bad. Like the proverb we just read, the borrower becomes servant in doing what, and he has forgotten now that he is not free no longer. He's now working to pay off this debt. When we finally realize we have the light shown to us or the, our eyes opened about us being in debt of, of some sort of fashion or other, we then know, like Dave Ramsey does, not that I'm promoting Dave Ramsey or anything like that, but he, part of what he does is gives advice 
uh, on how to get out of debt. And a lot of people open their eyes to it, and they'll follow the process, and some of them uh, fall by the wayside and don't complete it. But he, he gives them light to try to help them get out of debt. And that's when we, our eyes are finally open, and a lot of we, we get a passion then to move forward and to be debt-free because we don't like that burden on us. We don't like feeling like we owe so much money uh, uh, being in debt. And, and speaking of debt and being that same way, Jesus is against his children being in debt. Jesus does not want his children to be in debt. It's a bondage to them, and he knows that us being tied up in debt, his children, what it does is takes away from advancing the kingdom of God. It takes, it takes away because then you become servant to a different master and you're not a, you're not a servant to him. Just like a scripture said, Jesus himself said, no one can serve two masters because you will either uh, love the one and hate the other. You cannot serve both God and mammon. And all that is that mammon is saying wealth. You, you will become a slave to the wealth when you, when you try to work it to either pay off all of your debt or either try to attain debt, to try to uh, build a vast uh, portfolio, as they say, to ha make yourself seem like you have so much money, you know, a million dollars or $500,000 or whatever the value may be. When you work so hard, you're, that has now become your master. And we are not, we are not, advancing the kingdom of God when we are enslaved to a different master than Jesus. We cannot advance his kingdom, and he does not want us in that kind of bondage. He does not want us that way. The world does not know that it is not free. Likewise, before we acknowledged Jesus and believed in him, we did not know that we were not free. They are blinded, and the devil does anything he can to try to keep your eyes blinded from finding out that, you're, that you are not free. He doesn't want to, you to know that you were not free at one time. Ephesians 4 and 18 says, Having their understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them, because of the blindness of their heart. In 2 Corinthians 10 and 5 says, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. And what I want to pull out of this, I know Apostle Paul was speaking about the power that we have to combat this. What I want to pull out in this text is every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. This lets us know that there's a spirit realm that is attacking the knowledge of God. There's a spirit realm that wants you to keep you, God's children, suppressed and not knowing the freedom that you can have through Him. You can have a freedom through Jesus that will blow your mind, but the devil wants to keep it down. He wants to keep it hidden, not only for God's children, but for the entire world. The devil does not want the light shown. The devil was the darkness. He is, he is the darkness, and he wants to spread as much of it as he can around. But Jesus is light. He is the light of the world. He wants, he wants your eyes to be opened. He wants you to see the truth of the matter this morning. Praise the Lord. There is a spirit realm that is hindering people from knowing that they are not free this morning. John 17 and 25, when Jesus prayed for the believers, he said this, O righteous Father, the world has not known you. But I have known you, and these have known that you sent me. Jesus even uh, prayed for, uh, for the believers himself. He said, the world has not known the Father. But when we believe in Jesus, then that opens our eyes, and we can begin the process to freedom when we believe on Jesus. And going back to our opening text of John 8 and 31, 
We read, then Jesus said to those Jews who believed in him, If you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Glory to the name of the Lord. Freedom, when we become free, freedom will set us free from debt, from telling lies, from hate, freedom from ourselves. That's one big one right there that we need freedom from is freedom from ourselves. The one... The devil does his part, but one thing that stands in the way of us advancing the kingdom of God and being free is ourselves. We will blo- our flesh will block, try to block Jesus out every kind of way because th- that is, that's what our flesh does. We struggle with that, but we can have a freedom that can block that out of the way and, and we can know what our freedom is in Jesus. Jesus said, if anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself. we got to deny ourselves today and rebuke our flesh so that we can remain free in Jesus. We do not want to be entangled in the bondage again, what, which what made us free. We're, the, the Word says, stand fast in the liberty which have made you free. We need to stand fast in that this morning and remain free. Glory to the name of the Lord. Our flesh is a big hindrance to us today. Also, there's people tied up in fornication and adultery and all kind of various sins and things. And things. It's a bondage. It is, is something that keeps you from a freedom that Jesus wants you to have. Jesus wants everybody on, on this earth, as we say, on God's green earth. He wants everybody to be free. He does not want anybody to be in the, in the bondage this morning. Do you want freedom this morning? Do you feel like there's something that could be in your life that's holding you back from a freedom that you could have in Jesus? There could be something in your life that is holding that's holding you back from a total freedom that you can have in Jesus. The answer, if you are willing to accept it this morning, is in our text we read in verse 31. And it's and it's going to be tight, but it but it's right and, and we're going to look back into verse uh, 31. The words of Jesus that are written in red. If you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed. Verse 32, it goes on to say, You shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. But I want to point out to you this morning in 31, this comes first. If you abide in my word. If you abide in my word. Abide means to accept or act in accordance with. Some synonyms are comply with, obey, I done hit one right there. I know that's going to make some flesh get get back get back up and might want to start throwing something out here. But I know, but we are to obey the word of God. Obey the word of God. It's you know my flesh bucks up against it too. But we are to obey the word of God. Observe, follow, keep to, hold to, conform to, adhere. And this is just with some synonyms for abide, adhere to. Stick to, stand by. Here's a here's one good one that I like. That I wrote down. Act in accordance with, agree to. Those are some synonyms that, that when you abide. When Jesus said, "If you abide in my word," you can put all these other words in the place of that abide right there, and that's what we're supposed to do with the word of God. There's not anything in your life that you cannot handle and control and get free from if you don't abide in the word of God. When, praise the name of the Lord. When you abide in His Word, when you adhere to it, when you obey to it, you know that obey. I knew that. I know. I know that hits a nerve because 
especially as we get grown up. You know, little kids, you know, they get mad and upset. They got to obey mom and daddy. They don't like it. They throw little tantrums. Well, adults throw tantrums too. And we throw tantrums to Jesus. And I guarantee you Jesus don't like it. I guarantee you don't like when we throw them tantrums and we want to buck up. Because he's ask, he's ask, he'll be asking, well, you say you love me. You say you love me and you honor me, but you're not obeying my word. You're not obeying my word. We have to uh, abide by the word of God this morning and stick to it, act in accordance with it. I know that 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 gets tough for our flesh to want to do, but we can have the freedom of that this morning if we so desire. The truth cannot make us free if we are not willing to abide in the word. We've got to abide in the Word. If we go any given day that we're not reading the Word, that we're not on our knees in prayer, uh, asking God to show us and direct us, you know, pastor's not with you every day. I'm not with you every, every day. Brother Bobby's not with you every day. You cannot live your life based on what someone else's understanding of the Word is. You need to abide in the Word yourself. That's what it's here for, and that's what Jesus expects of you to do, to show yourself approved and abide in His Word so he can direct you and guide you. We need to abide in the Word this morning. I like uh, John 14 and 15 uh, in the Amplified Version. And I don't think you'll have it on the screen because I, I didn't give him that. I don't think he has the Amplified. But the Amplified Version, this is, this is what Jesus said. If you really love me, you will keep and obey my commandments. Do you know this morning that obedience is a sign of genuine love? Well, obedience is a sign of genuine love. If you genuinely love Jesus this morning, you will obey and keep his word. If you genuinely love Jesus, you know there's something that goes against him and you're studying, you can be, Jesus will show you where you might, your thinking could be incorrect on something. If you genuinely love him and you study his word, he will help you, he will instruct you, and he, that obedience that you have, that you do, shows your love for him, and he's going to just take care of you and hold you in his arms and comfort you through the process because you want to be free this morning you want to be free from whatever it is that's holding you back you want to be you want to be stronger in the lord you want to see mighty miracles in the lord you want to be a part of that in the lord you want to be a part of advancing his kingdom you've got to abide in his word and uh, with obedience and honoring him and loving him and you will see mighty miracles uh the word come forth where Jesus said, I, I see you on your knees in prayer. You need to stand in the gap. I, w- I was uh, uh, doing a little uh, reading on uh, Smith Wigglesworth. Uh, and I read where they said when he passed at his home, uh, that over they found his prayer corner. And they knew where he prayed. And it was reported and said that where he kneeled down in his prayer corner on a wooden floor, about a, I think it said it was about a foot apart, was two, two imprints in the wood, like where he would, may have kneeled down and prayed. Smith Wigglesworth was, Wigglesworth was known for mighty miracles uh, that transpired and happened during his ministry. He ministered all over the world, but he stayed on his knees in prayer. And, if that, and that could be true, as it was reported, that there was a couple of indentions in the in hardwood flooring there. That lets you know how much that man of God stayed on his knees in prayer. Amen. That lets you know this morning. So the word says in John 14 and 23, the last scripture I'm going to give you this morning, that Jesus answered and said to him, If anyone loves me, 
He will keep my word, and my Father will love him. And we will come to him and make our home with him. Ooh, isn't that a blessing? Isn't that something that just kind of wraps around you, makes you feel good? Jesus answered and said, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word, and my Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our home with him. Aren't you thankful for that today? Don't, you want to, don't that make you just want to keep his word even, even more? Don't that make you want to open the, the, the Bible up and read and study and be not only all that, but be obedient to it? Don't it just want, make you want to say, Lord, show me something in my life that I'm doing wrong. Lord, I don't want to be against you. I want to be obedient to you. If there's something that's holding me back, if there's a spiritual high that I can get higher in you, I want to get there, but show me where, show me where I'm lacking. Let me get something out. Let me get something cleaned out that I can that I can grow in you. I want more in the Lord today. And if it means that i got to give up something that I may not even realize that I'm doing wrong, I'm willing to give it up. I'm willing the Lord to show me and take me to that higher place this morning. Pastor, you're going to be coming on back up. I'm so thankful today for the Word of God. And I want to obey the Word and adhere to the Word this morning. And today, this morning... uh, as Pastor gets a song ready, if you feel feel like that maybe you want to uh, need prayer for anything, but maybe you want to come and and just show your love to God and, and ask Him to direct you and, and rekindle that fire in, in your heart and in your life this morning, we're here to pray with you, but we need to abide in the Word of the Lord. That's when we'll have that complete freedom. Jesus wants us all free today, but that freedom will only come when we abide in in his word and are obedient to it. Praise the name. Let's all stand together.